HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program is brought to you by Emmy Cheese, specialty cheese from Switzerland made with heart and heritage. For more information, visit emmyusa.com. It's time for lunch. Welcome to Time for Lunch. This is a place to learn about eating, cooking, enjoying, and sometimes playing with your food. Each episode, we're covering a new subject. I'm Hannah Forden. And I'm Harry Rosenblum. Tune in for food, fun, and flavor. We have an extra special guest here for lunch today for our season two premiere, and it's up to you to guess who they are and what the theme of today's episode is. Are you ready? What shape are you? An oval. Are you grown or are you made? I'm made, but not by people, by an animal, usually on a farm. Hmm, can I eat you? Oh, yes. You can find me in so many dishes, both sweet and savory. Not to mention, I'm perfectly delicious all on my own. This is a hard one. Can you give me a clue? Sure. Okay, here's your clue. My outside is hard and not edible. But my inside is soft and mushy and super tasty when cooked. Oh, okay. I think I've got it. An egg. Today, we're learning all about chickens and eggs. Harry, do you know which came first, the chicken or the egg? Oh boy, that's the age-old question. I'll have to think about that one. Knock, knock. Who's there? Why did the chicken cross the road? To get to the other side. Clams. What's a chicken's favorite vegetable? I don't know. What is a chicken's favorite vegetable? Eggplant. Now it's time for our question of the day. The answer to this question is somewhere in the episode, so listen carefully. Chickens are the closest living relative to which dinosaur? Keep an ear out for the answer. To learn more about chickens, I turned to an expert. Javon Sage is an herbalist and doula who lives on a farm in Brunswick, Georgia. 
She makes medicines and teas out of healing plants and supports mothers through the process of having babies. But before her life on the farm, Javon lived in hustling, bustling New York City. Her life changed when she got to know a group of chickens. So what got me into chickens? Um, I always joke and say that a chicken saved my life. It's wintertime. Um, I'm teaching myself to knit. I'm baking bread. I'm making my own sourdough starter. And I end up in front of the TV um, watching a PBS documentary. And I can't remember the name of it. Um, but it was these people and their chickens and their relationship to chickens. So there was a woman who was swimming with chickens, another woman who was sewing clothes for her chickens. And I was just like, what is this about? Aren't chickens tiny dinosaurs? Javon was intrigued and decided to take an urban chicken keeping class to learn more about these feathered friends. It just got me to like thinking, okay, what is this about? What are chickens about? And why do these people love them so much? Ended up taking uh, an urban chicken keeping class at the Brooklyn Kitchen and um, meeting B, um, who was our instructor for the day. And she taught us around what it takes to do backyard chickens in the city. Um, she even brought a hen and she had, had it in this little cage and, you know, we all had an opportunity after the class to actually go up and pet and hold it if we wanted to. Well, for me, I was still thinking, okay, this is actually a tiny dinosaur. Um, I'm terrified. They have claws, you know, talons. And so um, I was actually the very last person to hold the chicken. Um, I literally sat down. She handed me the chicken. I tucked her under my arm and there was just something in me that just kind of settled. There was like this piece that just kind of came over my whole body. And I was just like, what is this about? Um, she was sweet. She let me pet her and hold her. And I was just like, I got to know more. And that is how a chicken saved her life. By giving her a reason to slow down and focus on something that made her happy. And so I became an urban chicken keeping apprentice in Crown Heights, Brooklyn, um, working with about 50 hens in an egg CSA. And so I got to spend my day in the middle of this community garden under the willow tree, getting to know about chickens, how to clean them, how to feed them, how to water them, all of their individual personalities, which chickens are packed with personalities. Um, and it and it gave me a way to kind of, um, you know, get out of the rat race of my career, take a moment to just breathe and take care of another living creature. And it literally saved my life. Um, so for me, like, that's how I became the chicken whisperer. Javon doesn't always name her chickens. But sometimes there's one particular bird with a big enough personality that she makes an exception. So right now, the chicken that does have a name, his name is Casanova. Casanova <laughs> is one of the roosters who was, um, I guess he was one of the more smaller roosters. He had decided that him and like four other hens were going to like make an escape for it and like really find a space like on the rest of the farm away from the rest of the roosters and hens where it was safe for them to just be found that um casanova had met his end with a snake perhaps 
we then found that there was another Casanova. And so he actually took over taking care of the, the hens that Casanova had been um, leading up. And so he got the, the name Casanova from the other Casanovas. Um, part of it is like, you know, one of the reasons we don't name them is because we don't want to personalize them. And I have to say for like, you know, a good hour, I was really sad that Casanova had died. Um, but once I found new Casanova, I was like, okay, well, this is just going to be the name for this um, wandering flock of chickens. And whoever the next rooster that comes in to lead the hens is going to be Casanova as well. Getting to know chickens started Javon on a path that brought her away from the city and to her new home with her partner, Chef Matthew Rayford, on his family farm. Javon and Matthew's hens lay the most delicious eggs. Coming up a little later in the episode, Chef Matthew has a recipe for us. Thank you so much to Jovan Sage and Matthew Rayford for sharing their adventure in raising chickens with us. Their home, Gilliard Farms, is a family-run organic farm run by Matthew and his sister. It was first established in 1874 by their great-great-great-grandfather, Jupiter Gilliard. That's a great name. Matthew is joining the ranks of podcast hosts with his upcoming series, Jupiter's Almanac, so keep an eye out for that show here on Heritage Radio Network. Stay tuned. We'll be back with more about chickens and eggs after a short break. Today's program is brought to you by Emmy Cheese, specialty cheese from Switzerland made with heart and heritage. Since the early 1900s, Emmy has been a passionate supporter of small farmers, cheesemakers, and family tradition. They believe in sustainable agriculture and respect for the people, land, and animals that make their business possible. Remaining dedicated to tradition, they strive to lead the industry in innovation, ensuring they bring you only the highest quality, best-tasting cheese from Switzerland. Emmy is best known for being the number one importer of Swiss Gruyere in the United States, in addition to many other specialty cheeses, including premium Kaltbach cave-age cheeses, Appenzeller, Tete de Moine, and traditional Emmentaler. For more information, visit emmyusa.com. Welcome back to Time for Lunch. Now, we're getting into some fun facts about chickens and eggs. Did you know that hens will lay an average of one egg per day? That means if you have six chickens, every two days you get a dozen eggs. If you soak an egg in vinegar, you can make a naked egg. Soak it for a day and the shell will become a white powder that you can rub off. Two days and the shell will be completely gone. The membrane around the egg, which you might have noticed if you've ever cracked an egg, will stay intact, and so it creates a kind of bouncy, oopy-goopy egg, and it's super fun. Did you know that there are enough chickens in the world for each person on the planet to have three chickens? Chickens are the closest relative to the Tyrannosaurus rex. If you find an egg in your refrigerator and you're not sure if it's hard-boiled or raw, if you spin it on the counter, you can tell. If it spins easily, then it's been cooked. If it wobbles, then it's raw. Iowa produces the most eggs of any state. 14.8 billion, that's billion with a B, a year. Ohio is the second largest producer with 7.9 billion.
Okay. It's that time, I think. Let's get our wiggles out with a dance break. Does anyone know how to do the funky chicken? I'm feeling a little peck-ish after that dance break. For some lunchtime inspiration, we're going to hear from chef and farmer Matthew Rayford with a very special recipe. Now, I know some of you might be like, wait a second, the chicken saved your life, and now you're going to make it into a pot pie. Yes, because once a chicken gets past that time of laying eggs, you know what we need? We need to eat it. We don't, we don't waste anything here at the farm. And how we take care of it is we actually make a nice little uh, sweet cream biscuit dough, which we roll out um, about maybe a quarter of an inch thick. We take uh, part of that chicken and we cook it down. We'll use a lot of fresh vegetables and herbs that we have quite often here on the farm. And we'll make kind of a little... Uh, kind of a thickened uh, sauce with it. We'll pour it into the cast iron, then lay that uh, dough on the top of it and put it right inside the oven. We'll crimp it if we want to make it super, super pretty. But um, besides that, we'll go ahead and slide that thing in the oven. And in about 15 minutes, you have the most amazing chicken pot pie. We love for our chickens to be able to eat whatever food scraps that are left over. Our friends Lulu and Pippin sent us a note about their chickens. Check it out. I live in Truman's Park, New York, and my name is Lulu. I'm six years old. My name is Pippin. I'm cool. Um, we have um, Cleopatra and Dolly. They're both speckled suspected. Lavender Orpington, Blue Blue Orpington, Sunflower, a coaching, and sunshine, a bantam coaching. A bantam chicken is a slightly smaller chicken. And snowy, the snowy Easter eagle. They live in a coop in between me and my neighbor's yard. Dolly is very adventurous. Well, eat a number of different things. They like apples, blueberries, mealworms. They like chicken feed, of course. They like this plant called Virginia creeper that grows near the chicken coop. Before we wrap up today's show, we're going to hear a book recommendation from Frank. Hi, I'm Frank, and I'm going to tell you about this book, Kung Pao Chicken, The Birdie Snatchers. So it's a really good book because uh, it's a chicken who turns into a superhero. And it's cool because it's about two brothers, a chicken and an egg that both turn into superheroes. They fight zombies. It's super good. At the beginning of the episode, we asked, Chickens are the closest living relative to which dinosaur? And the answer is, 
Chickens are the closest relative to the Tyrannosaurus rex. Thanks for listening to Time for Lunch. We'll be back next week with more tasty stories. This show is written, produced, edited, and hosted by Harry Rosenblum and Hannah Forden, with engineering by Liam Werner. Emily Kunkel is our associate producer. Time for Lunch is a production of Heritage Radio Network, the world's pioneer food radio station. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org. Time for Lunch is powered by Simplecast. And please stay in touch with us, whether you've got a joke you want to share or if you'd just like to tell us what you had for lunch. We love to hear from our listeners. Send us your recipes, poems, book recommendations, or anything else you think we'd like. It's super easy to record yourself using the Voice Memo app on an iPhone. Ask a grown-up to help you email us at timeforlunchpodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to include your name, age, and your address so we can send you something in return. Time for Lunch is also supported in part by public funds from the New York City Department of Cultural Affairs in partnership with City Council. See you next week. <laughs>